The following expressions and opinions do not necessarily reflect those of SoundCloud.com. Some language may be offensive to others. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Let Me Explain on the Cast Comedy Channel on SoundCloud. I am your host, Dan Brown, alongside with our other host. TM Francis. Hey, Thank everybody. Hello. How's everyone doing out there? Cunts and giggles. Cunts and giggles. We might just rename our podcast to that. I want cunts and giggles? That's not a bad <laughs> That's not, no. I'm going to have to edit this part out so no one steals our idea. <laughs> it has sort of a nice ring to it, actually. I kind of like it. We can make a song, cunts and giggles, cunts and giggles. It'd be tough to market, though, I feel like. Like, maybe on the internet, but I don't know if, like, anybody's going to be sucking up those like t-shirts. Because, pl- <laughs> you know, where are you going to wear it at, yeah, really? Yeah, not like the plain dealers putting ads in it. No. <laughs> <laughs> maybe scene. Yeah, scene will. <laughs> yeah. That's more have of a, that'd be like a jammy t-shirt, I feel like, if you had one. Have you ever, have you ever seen, like, some of the ads in Scene Magazine where you're like, how oh, yeah. do you get away with doing this? Well, there's ads for hookers just yes. straight up in the back. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. Although they don't, they do word it, uh, there's like a way they, they word it. Yes, wh- massage parlor. Massa- yeah, <laughs> but it'll, it'll say, like, full release or something like that, and you, like, you know what they mean. Not that I've researched this in any way. But I've also heard that um, some of those are just undercover prostitution stings. Oh, I imagine they would be. Which would not surprise me because, like, I have that one joke about how they, I literally saw them do that on Cops where the guy dressed up as a clown and went, like, they think of all types of clever ways to, like, arrest hookers and stuff for, for whatever reason. But there's a cop that was dressed as a clown driving around in a van picking up like these crackhead hookers and spraying them with silly string before he arrested them it was terrible so like the hookers would come in and be like oh yeah what you want clown yeah and he would be and he's talking and like they're they're street hookers so they're not even like the girls if there are legitimate hookers and i guess that's sort of a weird way to put it legitimate hookers but if there are actual hookers in the back of scene you know they took out an ad they have some money. They have a place. It's not, you know, some yeah. crackhead walking the street, which is who they were arresting on cops. It was just like these women who are barely even coherent. There was a, there's this TV show on MTV called Catfish. Have you ever heard of it? I, I know what it is. You know what I it saw is? the original uh, documentary. Really? That, yeah, did you ever see the... I never saw the original documentary. It, yeah, it started out, it was a documentary. It was the same. It was just like one, what I'm assuming would be one big long episode, and then MTV turned it uh, into, a, into their show. Into the yeah. guy who starred in the movie, essentially. Is that? I didn't even yeah. know if it was the same guy. Or well, I know it. he's the one who was from the movie. He was like, I was catfished. I made a movie about it. The, oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Which, do you believe that was an actual movie? What, the catfish one? Yeah. When I saw it, yeah, I believed it. But I've heard people say that it was all a big hoax, but I, because, I, like, I, why it would seemed you, real to me. Why would you be documenting it from the beginning? You know what I mean? That is a good question. I don't know. Some people, yeah, you know, fuck. But some people do weird, yeah, but some <laughs> people just do weird that shit like that. Yeah. Some people just do. They want to be like, oh, I want to show you this one day when we meet each other that I was so happy to see you message me, you know? Yeah. But you don't know. I mean, you never know. It could have been something like that. Well, they had a special episode where they were talking about people finding their own catfish people. Yeah. And it was this gay black couple. And the guy, the one guy was like a model or modeled for something uh, once before. And there was a prostitute using his picture to get like, call me baby at this number. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, so they get one of their friends who I'm assuming is not gay to be like, hey, let's, you know, let's meet this guy. Yeah. You say you want to meet up and call with him. And he was like, how much? And he's like, $75 an hour. And the one who wasn't 
catfish, the one who wasn't having his picture infringed, like his boyfriend was mm-hmm. like, oh, bullshit, he's a $10,000 an hour guy. <laughs> <laughs> so he was up. So really, they came to an agreement in principle. It was just the prices they were. Uh... <laughs> I think that was the issue. Yeah. Um, so the guy went to the hotel and he's like, you're not the guy in the picture. And he was like, well, I'm here anyway. What you want to do with me? And he was like, bullshit. And he, you were assuming the guy went to call his pimp. Mm. And then uh, he texts his friends. He's like, get over here. And his friends get there. And you all very <laughs> Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I know. You throw that get scorpion. Get over here. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, he opens the door. And now the prostitute actually sees the guy from the picture, like, at his door thing. He's like, quit using my picture. And then, like, the next thing you know, it's all off the internet and everything like that. But, oh, no shit. Yeah. yeah, I'd be pissed if someone were using my picture for something that that is like... Well, I mean, I guess it's sort of flattering if it's for a sex yeah. thing, I suppose. I would still be angry about that. I would that, be calling though. the person and be like, listen, who's all this sex you're getting? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, wait a minute. You're, are you making money off of people thinking they're going to fuck me? Because <laughs> I would totally be into that business. Oh, but then you yeah, find out it's comedy. a gay thing, and you're like, ah, I still got to think about Listen, this. Listen, we need but. to at least split the profits. $75 an hour, that's not bad. That's like, uh, what, I mean, that's probably what, like a lawyer, well, what some lawyers make. Yeah. <laughs> that's like your uh, your district attorney lawyer. Yeah, maybe, yeah. I, I, I suppose that that's probably, uh, Robert Kardashian was certainly taking in more than that an hour in the 90s, I would assume I so. What a terrible... Thing he's wrought upon humanity. He kept OJ out of jail for a few more years, although they eventually got him. And now all these little the Kardashians are just running around, and then that sprung the Bruce Jenner thing, and now his kids are running around. Although his kids are hot. Yeah, he's got his kids are good looking. I've never cared for the Kardashians just because there's something that bugs me about the three of them. Now, what do you feel like? What do you feel about like Bruce Jenner being a woman? The oh, I mean, I I could not. Yeah, possibly give a shit. I think it's great that we live in a time where if because uh, gender confusion, I it's a, a thing. I guess I didn't even really know that until recent years. I mean, you kind of always knew that, but it, I I think it's cool that we live in a time where if they want to, they can do something about that. Right. So you know, I think it's kind of fucked up that he just killed someone in a car accident <laughs> and nobody seems to give a shit. <laughs> But all the, they just said a couple days ago they're not charging him, so I guess maybe it wasn't I, his fault. I, I didn't they? Like, yeah, he's not being charged with any kind of murder. So. Yeah, but didn't he like hit a guy that caused the accident that killed someone or something like that? I don't know the exact details. Yeah, me but neither. You can't though, which charge Bruce Jenner if it. he doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> what a brilliant way to get out of that. <laughs> that is- I am no longer He's Bruce not Jenner. fighting for a cause, guys. That's exactly <laughs> he's getting, right. He's getting out of jail in the most expensive way. Yeah. By chopping off his dick. That would be a brilliant defense. I don't think he's done that, though. I don't, yeah, I don't think he is either. I don't know. That's a weird thing. But hey, you know. We More got, power to you. If, yeah, if this were 200 years ago, there'd be, first of all, you wouldn't even be able to tell people that what you were feeling inside because they would probably like burn you. <laughs> yeah, they'd stone you to death. And so, yeah, and then there was no way to like fix you if you felt like a woman to make yourself seem like it's surgically or otherwise so yeah he's he's i guess all in all he's lucky to be living in the time that he's living in where he could actually you know do something about that south park did two episodes on that they did one where mr garrison became mrs garrison yeah um and then went back to being mr garrison yeah um and then they did another oh yeah didn't he want to go back once he found out he couldn't get pregnant right yeah 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 and he was like, what good am I? I'm a man without a penis. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
And then they had an episode where it was kind of like a similar thing where Kyle wanted to play basketball, but Jews can't play basketball. So he, Yes, so he, he became, became black, black, and then his dad became a dolphin. Yeah, and that's actually the same... <laughs> that's the same episode where Mr. Garrison went back to being a man. Oh, was it? Because oh, it was, okay. um, you know, he was just like, oh, I used your testicles to make, uh, to make black skin for a little boy, and I used your penis to, to turn a middle-aged man into a dolphin. Yeah. Well, I don't know why people get upset about the gender, because, uh, I remember, do you remember when we were, well, I mean, I'm sure the dude is still out there, that guy wants to make himself like a lizard. Like, I saw him on Ripley's Believe It or Not, he had scales tattooed all over his skin, he had, like, implants put in above his eyebrows to make him have, like, those ridges. He had his tongue sliced in half, so he, because he wants to look like a reptile man. And I remember thinking, like, oh, that's fucking weird, but it's like, I don't care. A man wanting to be a human woman when you put them side to side, is much more normal than someone wanting to become a lizard man. But there were no, like, right-wing, like, this lizard man is an abomination. Like, nobody got yeah, like, pissed nobody about was that. Saying, nobody was saying he's a, he's a, um, he's sinning or anything like that. Right, nobody, yeah. Nobody, nobody even, seemed to give a fuck. No, nobody would take that angle on it. There's something about, Unless he was like, I like boy lizards. <laughs> the, oh, yeah, then they may have become upset about it. Yeah, there's something weird about what religious people get upset about. Like, turning yourself into a lizard, nobody gives a fuck. But, like, if you want to have a sex change or you're gay, it's an abomination. Like, it doesn't, you know... It doesn't make sense. And I guess I'm talking about... I'm not talking about normal run-of-the-mill... I'm I'm talking about extreme religious people, I guess, is what you would say. Because I think, like, most people just... I think everyone was at the point when Caitlyn Jenner did it, like, when she got the surgery and everything... The next day, we were all just like, okay, everybody, please just shut the fuck up. Like, I'm trying to find out about what's going on in the world. Although she uh, she had a pretty good um, uh, speech over at the ESPYs. I don't know if you caught that. Uh, no, I didn't watch it. I heard it was good. Yeah. I can't watch the ESPYs just because it makes me, the whole thing makes me want to vomit. Like, a sports award show is so... You don't like it? No. It, you know, it used to be funny because it used to not take itself as seriously mm-hmm. as it did. Like, they would do the one thing where uh, they always have a commemoration of, um, I think it was Jim Valvano. I think that's his name that made that speech. Jimmy V. Right. When he had cancer, and I think he was dead, like, less than a year later. But he gave, like, an amazing speech at uh it was in the early 90s i think so they would always commemorate that and that would be their serious moment but other than that it was kind of just like joking around but they've gradually started to take themselves more seriously way more seriously yeah yeah. and i don't know why there's something that nauseates me about that it's just like it's like i'm cool with like a sports award show like the coolest moment of the year things like that yeah they i don't know they they've started to get up their own ass about although uh Stuart scott also in the same he, yeah, light as jimmy v gave an amazing speech his was uh, outstanding well i guess it was only last year year and a half however long he's been well gone. last this past year was that cincinnati Bengal guy whose daughter had um, right yeah yeah and the worst thing they did was give that guy a microphone because uh, you were like his, oh my god not, like, not a talker is he no no <laughs> And he clearly did not go to his English classes over at whatever college he went to. Well, he was probably he was too busy uh, ma- I be, majoring I be telling in football. everybody I appreciate all the things that they did. Oh, jeez. <laughs> That's how, you know who was like that was uh, Charlie Fry. 
Oh my god. Do you remember yeah, him was. talking? He was terrible. Uh, well, Charlie Fry, for anybody who doesn't remember University of Akron and Cleveland Browns quarterbacks from <laughs> 10 years ago. He had his own McDonald's commercial, but they didn't he even did. let him talk in. He was sitting in the passenger seat, and someone, whoever was driving, I don't remember who it was, ordered a large fry, and then they just panned over to him, and he like had this goofy smile on his face. Because <laughs> there was no way, if you heard him in a post-game interview, they're like, I don't care how many takes you have, you can't get him to sound not idiotic in a commercial. <laughs> so they just had him nodding in his own... <laughs> In his own large fry McDonald's commercial, uh, Charlie Fry. So as we record this, um, it, it today is October fourth, two thousand fifteen. Allegedly, it, allegedly, um, I, as some of you know, work at a bank in my day job, and I have to tell you, when you work at a bank in the ghetto on the first and the third, you start to hate people. <laughs> and like, I get like why there's like things like welfare out there and everything like that but you really start seeing how many people take advantage of the system it is disgusting it is absolutely disgusting and then you see like oh and i know like 700 dollars a month is not a lot to live off of but that's 700 dollars no. a month that a lot of these people are just taking advantage of they're not doing anything to contribute to society and then the worst part is they come to my bank with their terrible behaved children <laughs> who are running around screaming the whole time Jesus and you just Christ. want to beat the shit out of them <laughs> and you want to beat the shit out of the parents too Actually, there's um, there's just one uh, family that comes in. Um, the mom is originally from Puerto Rico, and she had never learned to read or write. And she comes in with who I'm assuming is her daughter, and her daughter brings in these two misbehaved kids every single time, who I'm believing are her children. Yeah. One of them has a mullet. And if you've never seen a wow. little Puerto Rican child with a mullet, it is a sight to see. You know what? I actually do. Uh, I see that every day. Weirdly enough, no, 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 because no, there's no the the post office I work at is a very rural, very white trash area. But so I know what you're talking about in right. terms of like people coming in and <laughs> trying to get all their affairs in order so they can receive their free money. But uh, no, when I drive up, uh, when I drive to the freeway every day, there's a there's an elementary or a middle school somewhere there, and there are these two twins. Who I think are they, I think are Puerto Rican, but they have these colored mullets, and I see these two walking to school every morning. Like and dyed it, hair color mullets. Yeah, yeah. One's red and one's blue, and it makes it like every day I see them, I'm just like, yes. Like you, they look if like you they, can't see my face. My my jaw is open. Well, because they look like they're gonna like grow up to be like a wrestling tag team. Like you know what I mean? Like they've got <laughs> they've got the same look as like you know the Rocks family, where it's like you can't tell. It's like are they Samoan? Are they like you don't know what they are. You just know, but they've got together. like they're twins, and they've got like these cool matching haircuts, and it's one of those things where it's like, okay, I would think they would get made fun of in school, but probably not. Most people probably think it's pretty cool, I guess. Otherwise, they wouldn't do it. I feel like, but mm -hmm. uh, yeah, they're it, it's hilarious. I see them every morning. Did you ever dye your hair? No, no, I dyed my hair red when I was uh, eighteen or nineteen. Oh, really? Yeah. How'd that go? Like, what kind of red? What happened was uh, the girl I was dating. What'd your dad say? Oh my god, they were furious. I would imagine. Oh my god, they were so mad because this was the deal. I wanted to dye my hair green a couple years earlier, um, and I made a deal with my dad that if I doubled the amount of wins I had in wrestling from the year before, he would let me dye my hair green. And here's the thing: I didn't want to dye oh, my whole hair cool green. Deal. Yeah, I didn't want to dye my whole hair green. I wanted to keep the bottom half brown and just the top part green where I spiked it up. Okay. Um, I wanted to do that, and 
you know, I ended up getting twice the amount of wins I had the year before, which I was a terrible wrestler. I was so going to say, how many wins did so you have So going the year from, before? like, you know, five or six to ten or twelve wasn't that big of a jump. Well, you're getting better. You're improving. Yeah. Um, so I did that. And I, I thought you were going to say my dad and I made a deal. I wouldn't dye my hair green. He wouldn't punch me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> but Good. I did that. I did it. And they never they never lived up to their end of the promise. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> this is nasty. <an> <laughs> so which really hurt me that my dad didn't really think I could win all those matches. You know what? It may not have been that. He may have just thought like, fuck it. This is a bluff. This is a false deal. I hope he does it, but I'm not going to let him. I think you're allowed to do that to your son. I, when think, you, I, I think. think so too. If it's over something like that, that uh, I think mm-hmm. that would make sense. Because your dad is a, is a very nice man, but he doesn't seem like the type that would necessarily tolerate green hair no. on, on his baby boy. <laughs> Well, I, I walk in the house, and what happened? Uh, the girl I was dating at the time, um, I was like, "I'm going to dye my hair, and I want you, you know, I need your help." So I, I, di- I ended up dyeing it red. And what you have to do is, when you have hair as dark as mine, you have to dye it bleach blonde first. So you got to bleach your hair first, and then you have to dye it red. Okay. So she bleached my top part of the head because, again, I only wanted the top part. Right. Yeah. Um, dyed. So you were walking around with just top blonde hair for for an afternoon, or so what happened was yes, sort of, but she didn't get all my hair through the thing. So I had spots of blonde, spots of brown, and she told me it looked fine. So then she just started putting red into my hair. So I had spots of brown, spots of blonde, sp- spots of red. Ah, oh, you poor thing. You probably looked retarded. Do you? Oh, have, I uh... did. <laughs> Wait, do you have pictures of I this? I don't. I no. My mom de- uh, destroyed all of them. <laughs> <laughs> she she did not want any proof of this. Um, she burned it like old family oh, yeah. secrets. Like. Oh yeah. There was I remember uh, there was one time we were getting a family picture and my mom's like Daniel put a hat on. Oh that's hilarious. <laughs> well, wait, how long did you walk around like this? Oh, uh, the red only stayed in the hair for about two weeks. Um, you still spent two weeks walking around like that? Were no, you in I, school at the time? Was I? Um, no, it was um winter break. The, oh, okay. So that makes sense. I did have spots of blonde, like, still in my hair from, uh, you know, when I went back to Cleveland State. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I'll, I mean, for a little bit, I, I, you know, there are people seeing me with a little bit of blonde hair, but... <laughs> I wish I could have seen that. Oh, it was out, it was outstanding. Um, the, so, I'm, I kind of want to do it again. Like, the, I... Please don't. <laughs> I, like, yeah, I want to get... I know, honestly, I want to get highlights in my hair. I've always wanted that. You can't... Yeah, but you're too much... Your day job is not going to allow people... Like, nobody wants to walk up to fucking with Ronald highlights they will oh well highlights maybe I guess but yeah. I don't know Dan I but think Tracy Tracy is fully against that thank god she's been so good for you in terms of you have arm hair now <laughs> leg hair I'm just happy yeah you're <laughs> for those who didn't know I used to shave my legs and my arms before I met Tracy because sure I thought did. it made me look sexy <laughs> <laughs> well I think you were just going for like that pro uh, the, the pro wrestler look because you work out you're a jacked fella you want to be you, like sir. you know buff and hairless for what which i guess are yeah the all wrestlers are hairless aren't they uh there's most of them because it has to because it probably looks goofy on tv if you have like hairy legs or hairy arms i guess i know some of them have hairy legs but uh, yeah but um yeah tracy's uh now this girl who assisted you in dyeing your hair the first time was that the girl who uh that was not the girl i was engaged to okay yeah that was uh that was someone else uh that was somebody i met after her um, which is actually a pretty interesting story. Uh, the fact that you were engaged at a ridiculously young age. That. Or that, or well, what I would call ridiculously young. You're um, legal, the, but the whole situation of how it happened too was kind of funny because 
Um, she was very distant, like she was a very distant person, um, especially like around my family and around strangers. So she was very socially awkward. Just a shy, a just shy a very gal. shy person who, if, like if you brought her into a group of people, she's sitting down, staring straight, and she will stare straight for hours, and not move. Mm. And it, that's it, like me when I'm high. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm this just, is her, just regular. That's a, okay. <laughs> um, so I mean, there wasn't a lot of connection with my family, and they were very concerned because they were, they noticed that I wasn't as energetic and happy. Because um, she was dragging she was, you down to her. Right. Because it's like I didn't want to like jump around and be this you know this crazy guy and you know and do all these different things when somebody who I'm with is not that active. You know what I mean? So your uh, your family didn't care for her then? Yeah, or? they didn't. They didn't think it was a good. Match. Did like, they make those feelings known? Oh to you? yeah, they made these feelings. Oh right. Known. So the, okay. So there's a lot of honesty in the Brown household. It oh seems yes. Like. Yeah. Oh yes. My parents do not hesitate to tell me what they're feeling. Okay. Yeah, Actually, they... my dad. Like I thought it was all in good fun recently. Um, like uh, when Tracy's over, like I'll I'll make jokes and everything, and I, some at her expense, and I think it's we're all just having a good time. Yeah. And my dad recently yelled at me. He was like, "Stop it," because I don't like how you talk to her. He's afraid you. Oh, he must really like Tracy oh, then, because yeah. he's afraid you're going to chase her away with <laughs> yeah, your, with your like, jokes. Yeah, one of these days, she's going to leave you, <laughs> and I'm going to be mad at you. <laughs> well, that's good that your family likes <laughs> yeah, Tracy so then. He was like, "You need to cut this shit out," because I don't think you realize how lucky you are right now. Hell yeah! Well, your dad's seeing it the same way I am. He's like, "All right, my son's got arm hair again. This <laughs> yes. is going. This is all moving in the right direction. This girl. My is son's in, not gay. This Let's is, yeah, exactly. This is nothing but good things so, uh, coming from Tracy. <laughs> so when I was uh, when I was planning to get engaged, what was funny was I didn't tell a single person. I didn't ask her family for permission. I didn't tell I my family. I think that's kind of an antiquated notion anyways. I feel like if you get along with her family, that's like a nice thing to do and it's like old-fashioned, but I don't think you need to do that shit. Well, right? there's I mean, no law saying you have to. No. Well, let's, let's, let's address that <laughs> situation <yeah>. first. <laughs> that's an excellent point, Dan. Yeah, there is no law saying, you know, please, you know, you must talk to the father and he yeah. must give you a goat before you do it. <laughs> um, but I mean, like, like if I were to do it with Tracy right now, like her, if I didn't ask her family and she found out I didn't ask her family, um, she would be furious. Well, that's what I mean, because you get along with her. Right. Was, so, yeah, I guess that would be the... And uh, I have a feeling it wouldn't say no. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> You'd be like, listen, Dan, you're okay. Yeah. <laughs> but just please leave. <laughs> Quit putting your feet on our furniture. Um, so I, I, you know, I remember exactly what happened. It was the Sunday before Thanksgiving in 2009. Um, Wait, so just for... How old are you? 21. 21, and how old is she? Uh, 20? 20. 19? So, okay. So no, maybe, I, maybe I was 20 years old? I don't... Okay, so you're both relatively the same age. No, it's I, like late teens, early 20s. Yeah, I re- no, I was uh, I was 21. Okay. Um, because I started doing comedy a few months later. And how long had you guys been going on? About a year and a half. A year and a half, all right. Um, now, what made makes you think this was the, a good idea to, to pop the question, or did you just want to be married... I don't know, to be honest with you. I just thought, oh, this is just what you do now. It's been a year and a half. That's when most people get engaged. Okay, so you were following, like, the old... But that's still an old-timey timeline. Like, I feel like, oh, you're 20, 21, time to settle down. That's, like, 50s and 60s thinking. Well, my sister was engaged at, like, 20 or 19 or something. Um... Yeah, but that ended up working out for. Oh, Did yeah, you feel yeah, like maybe you were out. just trying to you were trying to be normal, so maybe you were forcing it a little bit because you oh, didn't absolutely. know? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Um, 
I mean, don't get me wrong. I still had feelings for her at the time. Oh, yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying that. Um, and, like, my parents get... Uh, my mom got married young. She got married at 19. Um, okay. I mean, and that's just what, you know, I was thinking. Um, the ring I bought was from K Jewelers during a special, so it was only, like, $100. <laughs> $100? <laughs> yeah. I think you're supposed to spend more than that, Dan. I, I think so. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I, I don't recall the actual uh, the actual price. I know it was no more than one twenty five. Well, let's be honest. Engagement rings are stupid bullshit, anyways. As oh, are any, uh, spending that amount of money on something stupid that's going to sit on your fingers for retar- So you know what? I don't d- disagree with you for what you for not spending money. Although I would I would think most people would say it's tacky, but uh, oh, very. So what? Okay, so you got the ring. I got the ring. It's a Sunday before Thanksgiving. It's, I'm making her help me decorate my basement for Christmas because I'm one of those Buddy the Elf type people where I'm ready for Christmas in October. The, okay. So that's me. Getting to the holiday season. I get in the holiday season pretty early. Okay. Uh, Christmas sweaters. Oh, egg, yeah. Uh, Decorations, No, no booze, eggnog. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, every year I would make a paper chain that go, went around my house and everything. Okay. Uh, especially in my basement because I would make it go around and around and around, cross, crisscross. I got a, a fake tree. Oh, uh, Decorate God. the tree. My I even, mom would have loved having you as oh a kid God. instead of me she had like every year when i was like in high grade school and high school it's like you gotta help me with the christmas decorations I was like oh, i don't want to i would hang up lights in my room which looking back now i'm sure i had many fire hazards as i had like oh probably protector yeah with, <laughs> like at one point i had like 20 30 different strings of lights going through my room but my parents were like well tis the season mm-hmm. um good thing we have house insurance <laughs> Um, so I'm making her decorate my house, and she's not like one of those big Christmas spirit people. We're laying down on my futon, you know, romance, oh, right. and I'm not even on one knee, and I just show her it, and I was like, will you marry me? And it caught her off guard. <laughs> <laughs> the face that you made when you said that, it caught her off guard. Yeah. Like that, so that may even be an understatement of the, like, because... Had you guys talked about getting married? Not or? really. <laughs> Dan, you're on a suicide mission in this story. Like, well, like. So, yeah, she says yes. <laughs> Why? And then, I don't know. And then she goes, and then uh, she was like, oh my god, I can't believe it. I was like, not uh, me neither. Let's wait to <laughs> tell people. like me neither. Yeah, let's wait to tell people. Oh god. So, you've been. At comedy shows where you've sprung comedy on people and they weren't ready. Yeah, usually bar open mics is where that'll happen, where all of a sudden people are looking around like, what, what, it's comedy night? Or like actual shows, too. But Yes. Yeah. That, yeah that'll... And you have been... It's usually and, unpleasant. And you have been in conversations where people surprise Jesus on you. Uh, yes. <laughs> Imagine surprising your family, telling them that you got engaged to somebody they really don't approve of. Yeah, that, uh, that might put a damper on Thanksgiving. But, uh, so I waited till after dinner because yeah. I'm a gentleman. Yeah, yeah. You, um, you want the gravy boat to go around without interruption. So we get. <laughs> so it happened on Sunday, um, and I, I just remember this because I did. Um, I did a turkey bowl deal on Thursday, and uh, I played football. And the only person I told at the time was my friend, okay. and he was the first person I told. I was like, "Yeah, the good news is I haven't even told my parents yet. You're the first person to know, Steve, who I don't even fucking talk to anymore." Mm-hmm. Um, just to show you where my. Uh, where everything's at in my life at 21. Yeah. Uh, so we wait till after Thanksgiving dinner. Which, um, and, and by the way, like all other 21-year-olds, you're you're dumb and you I'm don't know what retarded. the fuck you're doing. Yeah. Like everybody is at 21. Well, I mean, some people are okay, but most people are pretty dumb at 21. 
but you're holding on to this idea that, of, like, oh, marriage. I'm, I'm great. And this is going to, like, somehow take you into the next step of being a not-stupid adult. Correct. Like, that, like, if I'm married, I'm not, clearly I'm an, I'm an adult. Everyone thinks I'm good. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. Um, so he told my parents, and my parents just immediately start hitting us with 20 questions. I mean, right away, like, have you even thought about anything? And this is after Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, like, Dan, you're working at the Painted Penguin making minimum wage. <laughs> like, oh, you didn't even have your bank job yet. No, <laughs> I was still in college. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. You weren't even, you didn't even finish college yet, I didn't yet, even right? start comedy yet. Oh, okay. So this is, wow. So you have, you have, like, nothing going for you. <laughs> nothing at all. <laughs> <laughs> but you want to you want to attach yourself to this other person. I got like eight hundred dollars in the bank. Oh Jesus! <laughs> this all, so, uh, so okay. Let parents, me ask you this: so it's at, so dinner already happens, right? Is there like a dessert? Like they bring out pie and stuff. This is all after that. We go back. They, okay, so I'm all sorry. the eating is done. Dinner was at my grandmother's house. Oh okay. So we're at my house. Um, I we tell my parents, and you can tell they're extremely concerned. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm going to let you know this More right or now. less concerned than the green hair dye deal. Oh, that didn't even crack their, their thought. Like, you know, Did, this is was by your, far was your father the like, listen, dumbest, Dan, if yeah. you hold off on this, I'll let you get that green hair <laughs> yeah. job that you've wanted. Well, you know, my dad's one of those guys who's, um, you know, he gets really mad at stupid things, but at the end of it, like, he, he's able to... He's able to actually see where it falls on the scale of retarded things. Yeah. <laughs> where he was like, all right, the green hair, uh, the, the dyeing your hair red is one of the dumbest things you ever did, and I'm lucky that that's one of the dumbest things you ever did. Yeah. Where it's like, it's not like he robbed the bank, it's not like he, he yeah. murdered a person. And by know? the way, all this stuff, like wanting to dye your hair in your teens, like thinking it was a good idea to get married in your early 20s, this is all like t textbook typical shit. Stupid dumb, shit. Stupid shit that people do, you know what I yeah. mean? So it's not... I mean, yeah. look how many people, look how many movies have somebody proposing at prom. You know what I mean? Like, they have uh, they have these high school kids. I can't and, think of any, but... You can't think of any? No. Oh, they talk I'm about I'm calling it. you on your bullshit, Dan. There's there's a bunch of movies. <laughs> Are you thinking of Boy Meets World again? Well, that did happen at graduation. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. That was graduation. Uh, you, can't, you can't have a conversation without a Boy Meets World reference. There's actually somebody at my prom in um, my senior year who proposed to his girlfriend at prom. Who, they've only been dating for two months. What? And I remember then everyone was thinking, like, this guy's retarded. Like, yeah. A, like, nobody really liked the guy in the first place. Like, he wasn't like a, uh, it wasn't like he was a bully. He was just kind of a douche. Okay. And it was like. So he sort of figured, like, hey, I got one. Not, uh, finally got one. Not going to let this one get away. Yeah, exactly. So he was 18 doing it at a prom. Um, and then I think, like, six months later they broke up. Of course. Yeah. So it's nice to see you spent your dad's inheritance on that morning. <laughs> uh, oh, geez, is that what he did? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> now you're just making things up. <laughs> just, we tell my parents immediately they're they're upset about it. Um, Naturally. We tell uh, we tell her mom, um, and we're like, oh, we'll tell everyone else, you know, the next day or whatever. For whatever reason, we had to go back to my grandparents. We tell them. Um, and my grandparents were just cool. You know, at that time, they were just, like, chill about it. They're like, all right, whatever, you're not ours, so... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's always easy. It's always easier to be yeah. a grandparent. I think grandparents would rather see you get into a bad marriage knowing that they're going to see your wedding rather than... Because they're going to yeah. be... And, like, I've, I've tried working a bit about this where my grandmother would tell me she, she wants me to get married. When are you going to get married? You know, and like family tells you that. I'm like, oh yes, you're gonna be alive during the wedding, but you'll be dead. <laughs> you're gonna be dead by the time we get divorced, so you don't fucking care. <laughs> um, so her family was happy because everyone over there liked me. Um, her dad was upset because I didn't ask him. Um, 
Oh, you didn't go the... Yeah, that's right. Yeah, again, I didn't tell anybody. Right. So I put it on Facebook that night. We exchanged. Uh, we changed it from being in a relationship to being engaged. Ooh. And that's how I told the rest of my family. Yeah. My sister calls me the next morning. Now, your sister, Living. I am guess... I can only assume your sister is in the same camp as your parents, where... But more so. My sister is like... You know, my parents are like, you know, the... Soldiers. My sister is the general. Okay. You know, so, so, but let, she's leading the charge of this hate train. But <laughs> okay. But let me understand. So, it, was it that they did they like despise this girl, or was it just that they thought you guys weren't right for each other? Um, I think my sister despised her. Okay. Um, and rightfully, like she wasn't like that personable. And my sister's like a very <laughs> personable person. Okay. Um, and very out there, and very you know. Um, and I'm gonna say this like she has the personality of like um, like a golden retriever, like someone who's just happy to see you. And oh my God! <laughs> she's like, oh my God, dude, is this a new friend? Type of, you know. <laughs> and then you know, like the the other one was just kind of like a cat, where it's just like, all right, leave me the fuck alone, type of deal. Okay. Um, I think my parents just knew it was a bad idea. But your sister actually did not care for this. She did not care for her, and then she did not care that her brother got engaged, and the way she found out was through Facebook instead of a phone call. Naturally. Well, I bet your parents called her after you left that night before you posted it on Facebook. This is what happened. She saw it on Facebook. She asked my mom about it a couple hours later when they're waiting in line for Black Friday sales. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So, As if you need to add any more drama to the vortex. There are people dying on Black Friday, and now all of a sudden you've added your marriage plans. I'm sure my sister has trampled over many people. Like, yeah. This is bullshit. Give me that comfort. You know, I want that sweater. Yeah. Because that's like... Hit, the, hitting the, some lady in the head with a toaster. Like, here's the thing. I never actually... Um, I take that back. I've seen. I went Black Friday shopping with my mom when she was younger because you know she had to watch after us. Like, the, so we had to go with. But her. she that, um, that sounds negligible on her part. <laughs> it, it actually is. It's probably one of the worst <laughs> things she'd ever did as a parent. Which again, that's the worst thing, th- thing she did. Then awesome. Yeah. So she would uh, she would take us to go Black Friday shopping um, when I was younger. But I don't remember fucking anything. Like those yeah, are well, those are hard memories to have. Yeah, yeah. Um, but my mom goes every year and. Uh, I'm just assuming she's that person that is at the back of the line, and the second they open the door, she runs in, like, cuts everyone else in line, is elbowing people to get mm-hmm. them and yeah. get into things. Boxing out. There are a lot of basketball skills that could help you on Black Friday. Oh, yes. Ability to box out, you know, <laughs> speed. I mean, if you, run, if you run suicides all year, you'll be ready You'll oh, be ready yeah. for that initial dash off the, uh, the front line she of She got Walmart. the shopping cart. You know, I, I actually went uh, Black Friday shopping uh, about two years before this. Um, just to see what it's about. And I went to Walmart, and there's people taking garbage bins, like the rolling garbage bins, and mm-hmm. putting their the things they want in them. Jesus. And they're using it as their shopping cart, and then just going, well, I guess I can buy this garbage bin, too. What is... What? Well, that's... What do they do for... There are a lot of Walmarts that are open 24 hours. What do they do for those ones? Um, do they have to, like, shut them down for a little while? What just they do... To, uh... What they do is... Um, Okay, if you want this thing, like they, they put, like, let's say there's televisions, video games, whatever. They put it on a, um, ah, god damn. What's those things that you lift with the, with the forklift? Um, the crates? The, oh, yeah, yeah, like the little the things <laughs> on a backhoe. Well, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So they put the crates down, and they have everything on that, and they have it, um, like, not saran wrap, but you know, like that package yeah, yeah, saran yeah. wrap type deal. They have it like that. 
Um, and then they have, like, okay, the line starts here for this. Okay. Um, this sale does not start until 11 o'clock, and then they have it almost barricade off. So, so when they cut the plastic off, do they, like, cut the plastic and then just start handing them to people, like they're doing to, it out of the back of a truck? Or you do have you have to wait, to wait for them to put it on, like, the? do they put it on shelves and you have, shit? You or? have to wait in line. Uh, no, it's, they keep it on the crate. It's, Walmart, the Walmarts I've been to have actually kept it very organized. Because uh, I think back a couple of years ago, I went to um, went during the Black Friday to get a video game. Because it was like 30 bucks compared to like 70 um, They put it on the crate, and uh, it's already in the order they want it in. Yeah. So it, what, all they have to do is, okay, it's 11 o'clock, 10 o'clock, whenever, cut the plastic, open the plastic, first person in line, pick your video game, second person in <laughs> okay. line, pick your video game. Okay, so it really is like you are, you're getting hot merchandise out of yeah. the back of a truck. Yeah. <laughs> Just like taking it off a pile, like, here you go, exactly. discount. Exactly. Um, so it's like, you know, next person in line, please get your television. Um, if they have six games available, okay, you can only pick three. If you want to try to get another game, you have to stand in line and wait. Um, so there's a chance that if you went for that particular game or television, if you got there too late, you're not getting it. Yeah. Which is, uh, technically, that's the way it always is in every store. Yeah. That's why people are running around. We were, right. by the way, wildly off topic again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we somehow got into the details of uh, Black Friday shopping. But now you can imagine just how stressed you are. Yes. <laughs> yes. So it's already, so that, all that is happening, and then this is where your mom and your sister start to have the, uh... The what, conversation. The, what the fuck is Dan doing conversation, yes. I'm assuming. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it was, uh, it was very, uh, it's very stressful engagement. I was like, no one's happy. <laughs> Not even me. Yeah, like I, I thought everyone would be digging this. So what? So how long? Uh, now, okay. So after you get engaged, do you two like make plans for a wedding, or is this just it's just something that's going to happen in the distant future? Yeah, it's one of those. It's going to happen in the distant future because I was like, well, you know what? We don't even know what we're going to school yet for, so let's make better ideas. Yeah, you hadn't even <laughs> picked a major yet. You're not doing comedy. You're you're painting penguins in a mall. You're, yeah, you're grasping at straws at this point. But you didn't need to because you're young enough that nobody expects you to have anything your shit together at 21. The, the only thing I had was like we were talking about like what kind of theme we would want. And I was just like, oh, shit, we should do a baseball theme. Oh, for the love of God. And I was like, yeah, the, the, uh, the judge. Every little girl's dream. <laughs> like, people can bring signs, like, go Dan, go, you know, whatever. Yeah. You know, um, if someone tries to uh, object the marriage, the uh, the priest could yell, foul, you're out of here. Yeah, you're getting married <laughs> by an umpire. Yeah, I was like, we don't need to spend a lot of money on catering. Yeah, the, we're getting married by an umpire. We don't need Hot to spend dogs a lot. dogs and yeah. peanuts and Cracker Jacks. I don't got to buy a tux. I can just wear my Indian's jersey. <laughs> and as I'm saying this, like, this whole thing is trying to come into play in my head. Because you were serious when you were saying it. <laughs> yeah, like, it, it started off as a joke. I was like, you know, we wouldn't have to spend a lot of money on catering. It'd we can just so buy hot cool. dogs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, hot oh, dogs and God. peanuts. Big Thai cob wedding cake. <laughs> no, no girl like imagines that as her at her wedding as a little kid that there's gonna be like those red, white, and blue Fourth of July like streamers like hanging down. Your cake just has like bobbleheads of you two on it. Which was funny because that was the other thing I thought of was the bobbleheads. Of course, why wouldn't it be? Oh, what a terrible idea. Oh anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Which, when you're 21, you're just filled with terrible ideas. Especially me, because at 21, I had the mind frame of... Like, there's 21-year-olds out there with, like, a mind frame of, like, a 30-year-old who was like, okay, I know how shit works. They do but, exist, yeah. But there's mainly... It's mainly people like me who have the mind frame that they're still 16. Yeah. 
And it's just like, oh man, if I get a girl pregnant, what am I going to do? It's like, well, you're 21 now. You have to take care of that child. Yeah. Like you, well, I mean, I was I was just as dumb as you when I was 21, except I just wasn't. Uh, I knew I didn't want to get married. That's yeah. uh, that's all. That still terrifies the shit out of me. But um, like, I understand like the whole idea of like being in the middle of like where you're not like you feel like you're not supposed to be a kid anymore but you still kind of are and you're just oh. trying to figure out how to like make the the next step into whatever and i'm i guess marriage is what you uh what, what you, you just assumed it's gonna be yeah that's what you opted for uh so how, okay so you, the the wedding's in the distant future yes you had you never set a date on never. that never okay <laughs> how how long did the engagement last um, the engagement lasts a uh, little over a year. Okay. Um, I started doing comedy in that time span, which she thought was Thank just going God. to be... Yeah, which she thought was just going to be a hobby, which Dan, turned into... that fucking saved your life. Oh my God, if yes. that pissed her off to any degree, which I, which it, it did, as from what I've heard oh, yes. you... Uh, I've t- said in the past, yes. Okay, so when do you, how long after the engagement do you start doing comedy? Um, well, November, got engaged, March... I took J-Box MC course at the Funny okay, Stop. Okay, so December, January, February. So there was like three months where you two were just kind of engaged, but like right. not really talking about shit. Right. And then I started doing comedy, and then... Uh, now, why did that make her so angry that you were doing stand-up? Uh, I think because... I think what it came down to was, um, you know, me spending so much time at bars and everything like that, uh, you know, around pretty sketchy people. Yeah, but you're not a sketchy person, and you don't drink or, right. or do drugs or anything like that. So it's not like you're go- it's not like you're going to be negatively influenced. Yeah. by, I mean, you know, you're kind of you're. That's almost. I'm already, not I already even, have my morals set in. Yeah, that does, stone. It, it doesn't matter who you're around if you already know what you're yeah, going to do. I, I like agree I mean, with that. If me going to like bars all the time is is a cause for concern. I'm not known for my willpower, and I have a <laughs> drinking problem. So it's like, yeah, I understand why people would worry about that. But for you, it's like, well, what do you? It doesn't matter where he goes. Yeah. Um, well, the thing was, we made a deal. She was like, all right, you can do comedy throughout the week, but keep your weekends open. Which at that time, I was like, oh, that's a great deal. Um, and then she started getting pissed off. When I was doing it throughout the week, and then I started booking things on weekends. You know, as he, you know, like a year later. I started, yeah, yeah. Once you start, yeah, I start finding a couple weekend things here and there. Right, and that's pissing her off. Um, and then I was like, well, you know, if I want to get any better at this, like I have to do weekend shows. Like it's. It's just what happens. Like, you, there's no professional comic that doesn't do weekends. So let me ask you this: Had you guys been spending like every single night together prior to you oh, doing yeah. comedy? Just oh, about. Yeah, you were there like every night. One of you was sleeping at the other person's place. Well, no, that not that. Or? But like, we were just. Um, we only live like ten minutes away from each other. Oh, okay. You're so, both still with your parents at the yeah. time. Okay. Were, were you guys? Did you guys have no sleepover rules at the uh, houses? Pretty or? much. Oh, really? Yeah, but I mean, we were there till like three in the morning anyway. Okay, because you're still... Okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, we're both, like, we're both at the age where it's like, you can't really put a curfew on us, but, like, if parents don't want you to spend the night, you can't, but... That was one thing I always loved about my parents. They never gave a shit about (laughs) me having girls, like, spend the night. It's just like, because I started, my high school girlfriend, we started dating when we were, like, 17, and it was just, uh, she would come over and be like, oh, yeah, I lied to my parents. I told them I was at Renee's house, and my mom's just like, all right, well, you know, whatever, don't get me involved. Yeah, just don't get, just don't get pregnant. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So, okay, so you guys were spending every night together, and then when you started not spending every night together with that's her... That's our off. That's when it got to be a problem. See, yeah. that's what... They, they want every night from you, Dan. They want your soul, <laughs> some of them, and it's unacceptable. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, eventually, you know, just kind of... It became a what, And then 
throughout that year when it's like, oh, it's time for us to really be serious, um, that's when you start realizing, like, oh, my God, I got nothing in common with this person. And Because how long had you dated before the engagement? I'm like sorry. A year and a half. A year and a half. Yeah. Okay. So it was, I mean, if, if you hear about adults that are like, yeah, we've been together for a year and a half. We're getting married. It's just like, oh, that seems normal. Yeah. So it's like you were together for a long enough period of time. But right, yeah. Were you ever happy in the relationship? I don't know. Because you haven't, your eyes haven't unfurled the entire time you've been <laughs> talking about it. Like, you're just like, yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. Did you think you were happy at the time? Or? I thought, yeah, I thought I was happy at the time. But, like, it's, you know. I, you just don't know. Yeah. You, you don't know what else is out there for you. Exactly. Especially at that age. Yeah, so why do you want to, like... Yeah, yeah the, the thinking doesn't make sense until later in terms of how much your thinking doesn't didn't make sense at the time, you know? And in all honesty, uh, you know, and, like, here's the thing. I don't have any ill feelings towards, you know, this person. I do. I hate this bitch. <laughs> no, I don't know. No. Like, I don't, I, I don't honestly, I don't have any ill feelings towards this person. We don't communicate at all, because I have a very strict, like, no ex policy. Like... Oh, really? Yeah, I do not have any communication with my exes. I'm I friends do, with a few of my exes. I None of the recent ones, I but... do not own any pictures. Ooh. Um, I... Unless it's, like, a DVD or, like, maybe, like, um... A DVD? Like, you know what I mean? Like, unless, like, oh, I bought you this DVD for your birthday or something. The, oh, okay. Like, I don't have anything that they gave me. All right. All thrown out. Okay. That makes um, sense. Because you just don't want to be reminded. I get that thought process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... And that's my policy, too, with, you know, when I date somebody, I'm going, hey, at, you know, if at first if you have stuff with your ex, you talk to your ex, that's fine. But if we start getting serious, your ex is not in this picture anymore. Oh, you you wouldn't. Oh, I do not. No, I do not put up with that. See, I've never had that. I don't think I've ever had that situation come up where I was dating a girl that was like close right. with her ex. But I'm talking about. I don't. Yeah, wanna, how would I feel about? that? I don't want to see know. pictures. You know, pictures need to be thrown away. Letters need to be thrown away. Stuff. Oh, that's a little. Away. I don't think that's fair. Facebook friends, no more. I don't know. I don't think that's fair. Because what if they're? Because I'm friends with uh, Emily, right? Who you met uh, right. a couple years ago. She came up to, well, it wasn't a show, Jenna's. it was fucking Jenna's. Yeah. yeah, she came up to an open, a late Saturday open mic, and she was hanging out, and the girl I was dating at the time was there, and it was just, but, like, Emily and I are just, it's not, we don't really talk, and she doesn't even live in the state, right. so, but, like, once in a while when she's in town, it's like, oh, yeah, hey, we could catch up and stuff, but there's nothing, like, romantic about it. Now, if you started dating a girl like Emily that had an ex that was, like, once every six months she saw him, and it was, like, once in a while. It. Really? Don't that, want it. You can't do that? Nope. That's unfair, Dan. I, you know what? It might be. Well, you know what? It's not unfair because I guess you've never really put anybody in that situation. So no, like, I, I kind of have. Oh, really? <laughs> where, oh. No, where I, I, well, I tell them the same thing. If um, as we're dating, like if you know whatever, you still have things with them. But if you want this to get serious with me, if you want this to go to another level or anything, um, if you see us in the future, you, you will have no contact with your ex. Dude, I've I dated a girl that I bought weed from her ex-boyfriend <laughs> because he was the only the one that I could figure out that had it at the time. So, like, I don't know. I don't get that. If I, I, I don't I guess yeah. I don't give a shit if someone wants to be like... But also, like, she wasn't, like, super friends with her ex. I had to be like, hey, right. that dude, he smoked, right? Do you think he has anything? Well, you know, well, that's the thing, too. It's also what defines an ex, to my opinion. Like, Tracy, um, right now, she... I think there's a guy that she dated for like a little bit, but it never got like serious or anything. 
that like she's still friends on Facebook and actually goes to the same gym with us. And I've even said hello to this guy because they they were friends too after that for a while. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, and like when she dated him, it was barely, you know, barely like a couple of months when they were in high school. You know what I mean? But if she had a guy that she was engaged to, or say, like if she had somebody she was more serious with, at, you know, the longer term. Yeah, yeah, that guy cannot be in the picture at all. Okay. You know, but it's like, you know, oh, well, I think we kind of went out for, like, a little bit in high school, and we stayed really good friends. You know, that's a little bit different. Well, I mean, and if you say that up but, front, I mean, if you can't fault you for being like, hey, this is the way I feel yeah, about it. Yeah, but I mean, like, well, we started dating high school. We dated for five years. So I don't want that fucking guy in the picture. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> well, I just, my, my high school girlfriend that we dated for, we dated for senior year, and then we dated for, like, all of college, which was a huge mistake. Right. But we were just trying to, I don't know, I think we were both... Because it was like that first love shit. You're afraid to like You're afraid not to break be it up. with people. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Because you don't know. And that's what happened with my engagement. Dude, was that's what kept us together as long as it did. Because we were see, constantly at each other's throats. And it's like we were one, and we broke off the engagement too. Like we were once engaged type of deal, even though it wasn't like a real engagement in hindsight. Yeah. Uh, did, so you did give her the ring though. That was the hundred and twenty-five dollars. Oh yeah, she had the ring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So she's got that, and, uh, yeah, I was just talking to my high school girlfriend. She got married this past summer, but her and I were just, like, texting each other. Like, not anything. It was just like, oh, hey, how's it going? I don't even remember how it, like, ran. Oh, because I noticed it was her birthday, and I randomly texted her, like, hey, happy birthday. And she was like, oh, hey, how's it going? And then it was just, like, a conversation for a night, but then we weren't talking the next day or whatever. So, um, yeah. I don't know. Well, here's the thing. If I get a text from an ex-girlfriend saying happy birthday or anything, which luckily the past few years I haven't, um, if I get anything with that, I just ignore it. Really? Don't respond. No, that makes sense. I don't send anything back. So what was the uh, what was the tipping point then of you got Okay, so you're engaged. You start doing comedy. She's uh, pissed now that you're not spending we, every single night of the week. But did she have any shit that she was into no. that she could have been doing while you no. were doing comedy? No. See, that's that's annoying. Yeah. Okay. She couldn't have, like, started a hobby or something. I don't know. No. Like, I'm gonna she go, didn't have any friends. I'm going to go join an all, a Frisbee golf league or something. No. Anything. That would have been a cool. Yeah, that would have been, been cool. Like, oh. <laughs> you would have skipped. Anybody sh- listening who wants to join a Frisbee golf league, <laughs> TM and I are starting one. <laughs> yeah, a nighttime one, apparently. That she, that she it, it has to happen after the gyro on Sundays. Oh, jeez. So it starts at 1 in the morning <laughs> at Anthony Savat's house. <laughs> Hey, he's got that church parking lot, although that's still not big enough to play. We can play, like, Frisbee football there. Don't you think it's fucked up, like, his house is right next to a church parking lot, and, like, his house hasn't caught on fire yet? Yeah, it is weird, and there's also, I feel like that UPS drop box that's right in front of his house is somehow connected directly to hell. I don't know why, (laughs) but it's, like, the meeting of, like, Savat and church, like, and then the UPS goes, like, straight down into the depths of hell. He just opens up the box, goes, rape, and then you hear, ha, ha, ha. Google Anthony Savat. He's a very funny guy. <laughs> Good one, Anthony. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm not going to not think about that when I see that fucking <laughs> Anthony just shouting things at Satan. <laughs> Rape. <laughs> Tom Raper RVs, where yes means no. Or no means yes. <laughs> Sorry, Anthony. I didn't mean to fuck up your bit. Um, but, yeah, I mean, what, what eventually just happened was... Um, Actually, I can tell you exactly what happened. Um, and I'm not exactly proud to say this story. Um, I, you threw eggs at her, didn't you? I did. <laughs> it, it was the only thing I knew what to do. Yeah. I was doing a show um, Thursday, or I was doing a show Wednesday for Dave Swenson's Comedy Workshop. 
Thursday, I was doing Euclid Tavern. Ooh. Friday, I was doing Hilarity Showcase. God, I don't miss the Euclid Tavern. And Saturday, I was doing a show in Erie, Pennsylvania for an animal shelter. It was the first time I did the animal shelter show. Okay. And at this point in my career, it was early 2012, that was my biggest weekend of comedy. That. Hey, that's not a bad weekend. <laughs> I would take that weekend now, Dan. Two showcases, an open mic, and one paid gig costing $50. Hey, well, paid gig's fine, although $50 would go out to Erie is a little... But, you know... And whatever. she didn't talk to me that that whole stretch from uh, Wednesday to... Sa- or, yeah, from Wednesday to... What, Wednesday she was like... Friday. She was giving you the silent treatment? Yeah, she wasn't happy with it. Okay. Um, and then I just kind of knew... Like, I knew that Wednesday. I was like, if this is what's going to happen, this cannot work out. I just I think there should be a uh, first of all I think we should reinstate the no high fiving rule from the circle of hate okay. and I would like there to be a no big bang references made rule because I don't understand them I'm going to tell you right now and I, I will don't be breaking approve. both of those rules <laughs> <laughs> I don't approve of uh, of of that show I just don't we need to get Jerry in here I want Jerry to explain to me. Cause I me know, and Jerry can have the debate about the Big Bang Theory. I was going to say, yeah, no, I'll moderate that. Because I know I hate the Big Bang Theory, but I haven't watched it, so I don't know why I hate it. But if Jerry hates it, I feel like he would be able to give tell me why I hate it without me having to watch it. Okay. Which is ultimately what I'm looking to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fair enough. So, that was a, that was a dark fight. The story of your engagement. Well, last week, well, hey, uh, we're we're opening up. Last yeah. week was me talking about uh, my my what I was doing in my late teens and early twenties, mm-hmm. which was huge mistakes family wise. And then you were making just different mistakes. Yeah. Uh, and now I'm in a much better, healthy relationship. Yeah. Um, I mean, we argue a lot, but everyone argues a lot. Um, it's about like the dumbest shit in the world too. That, I mean, you, you know what it's like when you're in a relationship and you just argue about things that really aren't are arguing worthy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you just go, eventually, you're just like, I don't like the way you wash those dishes. <laughs> <laughs> what, you need to let them dry before you put them in the washer. There's going to be spots. It's yeah. like, it's like, what the fuck am I saying right now? Yeah, or um, it's like, you know, all you do is watch TV, and you only want to talk during the commercials. And it's like, well, <laughs> that's what the commercials are there for. Yeah. Or it's like things that it's like, you know, I really shouldn't be this person, but I'm going to be this person, and I'm just going to face the argument. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's very yeah. easy fixes um, on my end that I really need to do that eventually I'm going to just do. And looking back on it now, when you've been in, like, a horrendous relationship like that, right. it does make you a little bit better when you're in a good one later and you're just like, okay. This is what I'm not going to do. Yeah, yeah. And I'm this... going to give it a little more time. And it makes you a little bit thankful for what oh, uh, yeah. for what you're not doing anymore. I'm very, I'm very thankful for Tracy. You uh, should be. You've got I hair am. on your arms now. Oh, that, I know that's why you're thankful for. Her. <laughs> that's why I'm thankful for. Her, but is this is this your way of saying thank you, Tracy? Thank you, Tracy. I love you. You're the best thing that has happened to Dan that I've seen so far. And again, <laughs> I was not there for the period sex night, but I'm gonna go ahead and assume he was there a couple nights later. That you, <laughs> he was. Uh, that's when he started doing comedy. That you doing that Valentine's that. Day. I did. It was Valentine's Day of 2012. Was the first time I went up. Yeah. Like, like an idiot. At funny stop. At funny stop. I didn't remember it was Valentine's Day. Tim Francis, you one funny motherfucker. Oh my god. You're I w- dirty. I Don't say fuck. In, now I, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I walked in. The room was packed. Like, as packed as the funny stop can be. And there's, like, hearts everywhere. And, like, a dude walking around with, like, a purple tuxedo vest on. Like, selling roses to each table. And I wasn't in a relationship at the time. And I walked in and I was like, 
fuck, it's Valentine's Day. Uh, and I almost, I had the look on my face of like, I'm going to turn around and run out. And then uh, one of the, uh, there was a comic who was working the door who was like, are you here for the contest? Like, he could just tell by the frightened look on my face. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, but I don't know if I'm going to go, like, all my stuff is about porn. Like, how, like, <laughs> is that going to work on Valentine's Day? And he's just like, yeah, go up, it'll be fine. And he was lying. It was very not fine. Uh, Did you was, bomb? Oh, God, yeah. Did, Any laughs? Mm, no. I don't think so. I think I might have gotten... The first thing I said on stage was uh, how my birthday was exactly nine months after Valentine's Day. So this was the night I was conceived on, and that just shows that my dad is, like, mean for telling me about that. And it was it was worded that poorly, too. Because yeah. it was something I thought of, like, right before I went on. And it was just like, oh, I could just... I should get a standing ovation. Yeah, I could just talk into a microphone, right? Who's got Jay Leno's number? I'm and ready to go was, on. <laughs> I had about 14 seconds of steam when I went up, and I used it to say that. And then after that, it was just bad. Like, there was a long pause. There was me apologizing. <laughs> it was... It was so just painfully bad. Uh, I don't know why I ever did. But, uh, I, and I felt terrible that night, but then the next day I felt better in terms of like, okay, well, I don't think it could get much worse than that. So and then you it only turns out you, were, you were very mistaken. It turns out I was mistaken. There have been at least five or six times since then that I would say are, were as bad as that, but for different reasons. Uh, but yeah, that was uh, that did, was my first night. Did, so that was right around when you were going through your uh, yeah yeah. <laughs> now was Bella Dubbies around then? Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Did you ever do Bella Dubbies? I did. I did it two or three times. I did it the last night it was there. Uh, I uh, first couple times I I did comedy. I really didn't consider my what I was doing bombing. Um, even though looking back now, I'm just like I don't know how anybody laughed at any of these this material because it is stupid as shit. Yeah. Um. I went to Bella Dubby's, and for three minutes, I just ate shit. And I remember I made a promise to myself. I was like, this is going to be the last time I ever bomb. What an idiotic thing <laughs> to even think. Because in my head, I was like, I have this gift. Yeah, it's not a thing that you can will out of your... It's not like you say, I'm like an alcoholic, like I'm never going to have a drink again. Like, you can't will it out of you. There's too much of it that is not dependent on you. And then for like the next two years, I just bombed straight. <laughs> it was... <laughs> <laughs> just two years occasionally straight. there was an audience that was stupid and thought hey this guy's kind of funny we like him but. yeah mm. it's terrible mm. bombing really makes you reevaluate uh, stuff it does I guess that's the one yeah I think I'll, that's how we should end it I think so too yeah let's end on ladies a and gentlemen <laughs> go out to a comedy club do their amateur night bomb call us the next day and tell us how you feel that's actually, you know That's what? That's actually not a bad idea. I like the idea of that. We should somehow convince people to, like, once weekly, like, just go, like, people that we know, just be like, just do it once and then come talk to us about it. Because mm -hmm. I think that would be funny. But I um, I thought about this idea. If we do a funny stop softball team again, that the first person to strike out swinging this year has to go on stage and do five minutes that the other guys wrote. <laughs> that is a good idea. Was there a lot of striking out swinging in the uh, in the softball league? It, there, it happens quite a bit. I mean, I know it. You know, it could happen from time to time. But oh yeah, I, I mean, you know, strikeout looking. I mean, you think it's going to be a ball, and then it just lands weirdly, and you're like, oh well, I guess I'm out type of deal. Yeah. But yeah, do people do strike out swinging because for whatever reason they misjudge where that ball is going to be, mm -hmm. and. Uh, and, you know, give them the note cards before they go on stage. 
So they don't even like know right, it. like immediately oh, yeah. before. So not only, <laughs> yeah. So they have to read what you know what they're going to say to the audience. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, but within what? Like, what are the rules? No are rules. There, well, that's not fair because then no rules. except for you cannot tell anybody that this is not your material till the very end of your set. But there are no rules for what the other comics can write for nope. you because, like, say if so, like. I would just be like, so I was having sex with a four-year-old the other day. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, no, lead with that. It's because, uh, like, how d- weird do you want to get with it? You know what I mean? Like, right. do you, well, that actually wouldn't even be fun because then, I, I think you would want to. Uh, I don't know. I didn't have a strategy in that. I think. Well, I think the podcast ended already. So, so ladies and gentlemen, last week you heard Tom open up about his uh, his life. You heard me open up about something in my life. What can we say? I'm trying to figure out like a good way to word this, like how Jerry Springer used to give like his his take care of yourselves. Yeah, take care and of yourself. each other after he just spent 57 minutes exploiting <laughs> some of the dumbest people in society. Take care of yourself and each other. Thank you guys for tuning in and watching white trash beat each other with our chairs that we gave for them to sit down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, I don't know. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, please subscribe to the SoundCloud channel if you haven't yet. Um, and eventually download this off iTunes when we can try to figure out how the fuck to do that because neither of us know how to use a goddamn computer. We need a producer, Dan. We need a technical producer. How much are you willing to pay John Hoffner? Mm, uh, Hoffner? I'd pay him if I could get him out of his house. I, I, <laughs> I haven't seen him in a year and a half. He's, he's like a recluse. He just He's randomly mean to me on Twitter every once in a while, and that's it. That's all I get from him. I would, I would literally pay You're him. You're like, oh, thank God he's still alive. <laughs> I'd pay him to come to the gyro every Sunday if he would just, you know, get out every once in a while. But John Hoffner, if you're listening, we need you, buddy. Yeah. Just don't tell Andy Meredith. (laughs) (laughs) For TM Francis, I'm Dan Brown. Take care of yourself. Dream big. Live fully. Love one another. Gay. Be gay. Yeah, that's what I meant. (laughs) Yeah, like happy. Yeah. Or sexually. If you want to be gay sexually, you do that too. You do what you want to do. It's 2015, goddammit. Love it. Exactly. You can love the puss. <laughs> you can love the cock. You know, when I said we should like record an outro, I didn't imagine at some point during that you're gonna be like, you can love the puss. <laughs> we even like wander off track in the exit. <laughs> you can love the puss. And for T and Francis, I'm Dan Brown. Love the puss. Hey, hey, hey. Smoke weed every day.